Hello and welcome to the True Growth Podcast. Today, I want to help you find focus in this world of chaos and distraction. I don't know about you, but I am finding increasingly hard to keep my eyes on the ball and to finish the task at hand. Lord knows there are plenty of opportunities for distraction in your day. (laughs) I don't know if you listened to one of my earlier episodes about all the notifications that you can live without. And despite being quite disciplined on this myself, I still find those pesky notifications jumping out at me and taking my eye off the ball. So today I want to help you to break the habits that slow you down so you can reduce stress. Because stress, my lovelies, is the silent killer, as they say. And I think that we have had one almighty dollop of stress this year. So there are things that you can do and learning to take control of the things that you can and, of course, to ride the things you can't is key to success. So building resilience and buffers into your day so that you have resilience against stress and that will help you to remove distractions and keep you from feeling just lightly like everything's out of control. So if you're looking for more control um, to reduce chaos, to reduce stress in your life and to build more resilience so that you can have simply more fun, then listen up, my lovelies, because this is the show for you. Welcome to the True Growth Podcast with me, Viv Allen, success coach and trusted counsellor. Each week, I'm sharing with you the best of the tools, tips, and techniques I have learned in over 10 years of professional and personal development, designed to empower you to take courageous action in your business and in your life, so you can free up more time and earn more money. It is my mission to lead you towards your inevitable success on your terms, so you can live a more joy-filled life by connecting what's in your head with what's in your heart. If you're ready to live your life with more ease and fun, doing what you love with who you love, then this show is for you. Now, I'm going to describe a typical morning for me, and I'd like to know whether this is something you can identify with. But there you are, you've had your perfect morning, rising with the dawn, meditating like a master doing some nice yogic breathing, stretching, easing yourself into your day. Lovely fresh veggie juice. Maybe even you treat yourself to a freshly brewed coffee. Pad your way to your office. Now, of course, the commute these days could be a lot shorter for you. You make your way to whatever's your current workspace is. And you sit down at your desk, ready to start. Take a big stretch, crack your knuckles, open your diary. Yes, this day you have won the day because you started off brilliantly. Then you open your laptop, poised, ready to get on with the first thing on your list. And you just check your emails. What a fatal mistake because the minute you well one minute I enter into my email zone that is my plan for the day gone shot to pieces 
because sadly I am reacting to everyone else's demands and there are way too many things in there that are much more fun than the boring old to-do list I've got next to me. You see, pesky reminders. I've turned them off. Why do they keep coming back? (laughs) I don't understand it. Just something like that is enough to throw your mindset off. It doesn't take very much for us to get distracted. Our minds are like, it's like trying to herd sheep or stray cats, as they would say, you know, running this way and that with the thoughts in all kinds of directions. And particularly when the world outside feels very chaotic, it's hard for us to maintain that sense of calm inside. So I managed to get myself back out of my emails, usually about an hour later, having clicked on this and that and gone, oh, look at that new, oh, look at this newsletter. I must just, oh, Jenny's just got back to me. I might just go and check that out. Eventually, I might get back to the top of my to-do list until my phone pings. Oh, no, I thought I'd switched it to silent or do not disturb. Nope. Nope, I seem to have missed that this time. Now I'm in my phone. Oh, there's a whole load load of more distractions available now to me. And at this point, sunshine starts to beat through my window. The outside is calling. I wonder if I should just have a little walk around the garden to collect myself and bring myself back to centre so I'm ready to start again. (laughs) This could just be me. But if you in any way identify with how quickly you can get thrown off track or off scent from your main focus for the day, then listen up because I'm going to share with you some tips that you can break those habits that will enable you to slow down. So quite often when I begin to work with coaching, uh, my private coaching clients, I give them an analogy about that we are running, particularly in today's society, at such a fast pace. It's almost like we're on the treadmill and it's going super fast. And we're pounding away and pounding away and pounding away. If I came over and just hit the stop button, you just fly straight off the back. But what we want to do is slow the pace down. But that can be really hard because you just don't know where to start. And the other thing, of course, is when our bodies, the physiological systems used to running at very high speed and very high levels of stress. This is like a residual stress that runs in the background a bit like, you know, like when your computer disk is just whirring all the time. It's like running programs in the background. I don't know, I've got one of those external drives and whenever I've got it plugged into the computer, it just keeps to keep whirring. Stress is like that. It can just be whirring around in the background. You're so used to it that you sort of started to ignore it. But of course, you ignore it at your peril. The tips I want to share with you today and the tools are how you can start to become more present and more aware of that stress running in the background so that you can become aware of the hum and then start to slow yourself down just enough to bring some calm into your chaotic world, just enough so that you are in control of the distractions rather than the distractions distracting you from your main purpose. And by reducing stress, part one of the first factors is to start to build some resilience into your day. That's a bit like, you know, when they build um, 
buildings up in in countries where like they often suffer from earthquakes or earth tremors they build resilience into the building so that it can withstand uh, the tremors and the shakes from the earth well just like that we need to architect our own day our own lifestyle so that we can be resilient towards the tremors the things the shocks that are going to hit your day and they can be small little things that happen every single day, like suddenly discover that your child can't go into school, so you've got to stay home for the day. How do you accommodate that without your stress levels skyrocketing? And it's possible to build that resilience into your day, to architect your day, your lifestyle, so that you have that inherent resilience within you. Because the key to all of this, of course, is taking care of you. If you take care of you, then you will feel much healthier and you're able to balance your work and life so that it lets you shine and be brilliant and get the stuff done that matters to you without the distraction, without that feeling of just swamp or overwhelm that can be so present um, when you're firefighting, when you're struggling to keep hold of your day, when perhaps your team members are are crowding in on your day, messages and phone calls are crowding in your day, demands from home educating and working from home are really playing havoc on your usual routines. But chaos is stressful. And the first way to combat that is to create some kind of order And of course, having a plan is brilliant. Like you wouldn't set off on a journey, particularly a long journey that might take you in unfamiliar territory without having some kind of plan. However, sticking to it, well, (laughs) that's another story. So what stops you from sticking to your plan? These are just the sort of things I want to cover with you today. And I'm going to give you some Three words that you can hold on to that will help to bring this to present mind. The impact that if you don't grab a hold of your day and keep hold of it, that that chaos is going to lead to stress. And that stress is going to lead your systems, whether they be your systems and processes in the office, whether they're systems and processes at the home, whether they're your bodily systems or your familiar systems, all of those systems need to have resilience built into them. And you can do so much to help that. And the first way into understanding how much control you have over this is to start to understand your why. So knowing your why. Why do you get up in the morning? Why do you go to work? Why do you try and be the best parent you could be? There is a technique of um, taking yourself to the end of your life, sort of projecting forward many, many years from now and seeing yourself lying there in your in your bed in your final hours and looking at who is around you. <laughs> this might sound a bit morbid, but it's a fantastic way to give yourself that wake-up call of who you want to be in those final hours. What do you want to be known for? Who do you want around you? And that is a great way of connecting to your why. Because when you know that, when you know that at the end of your life, 
how you want to be seen by those you, you love and matter to you, then any time a distraction comes past you, any glimmer of shiny object that isn't going to take you directly towards that person, that version of yourself that you want to be, is going to be so much easier to resist. So getting connection, a really clear feelings level connection to your desired outcome is the fastest way to keep yourself anchored back to your goal, anchored and focused on the things you need to achieve for that day. And it will really help you to keep focused on what is important when there are so many distractions out there. And if I continue with that analogy, you know, we were talking about um, going on a very long journey. Well, that not that just what our life is? You know, <laughs> isn't all those lovely quotes about it's the journey, not the destination? What kind of journey do you want to go on? And um, But if you're on this long journey, you're going to have to, you know, take a break. At some point or other, your, the car engine or the vehicle you're traveling in is going to need refueling. And if you're traveling by foot, even you need a refuel. Or you're going to need a rest stop. Everyone needs a bathroom break. But here's the thing. Generally speaking, people on the whole have a tendency to completely underestimate the time and the energy required to complete a task. (laughs) I know this is something I am guilty of. I will put my hand up to this. I've only just worked out that an eight-hour workday doesn't actually include eight hours of work (laughs) because by the time you put those bathroom breaks in and the rest breaks and the refueling stops, that eight-hour day is instantly reduced to six. So... (laughs) (laughs) I have been scratching my head for a while wondering why I'm not getting everything done that I set myself to do in a day. It's finally the pennies dropped. So of course, it's so important that you support yourself because if you don't support yourself, how are you going to get to the end of the day? Shattered? Washed up? Like with nothing left to give the other important people in your life? So, <laughs> Enough already. You guys want to know what are these three words that are going to help me to find calm in this chaotic world? Well, here we go. The first word is my a favorite of mine. <laughs> One that is absolutely essential is part of your vocabulary for every single day, and that is fun. Yep, you heard me. The most important thing that's going to help you to remain calm in the face of all this chaos and distraction is to find fun in your every day. If you're looking at your day ahead and it's starting to feel overwhelming, you're feeling swamped and it's just way too much. First of all, (laughs) take half of your to-do list and just delete it and The second half, the bits that remain, I mean, I try to work on a principle of just three key tasks that I have to achieve in a day with three goals that I want to achieve in that day. I break them down slightly because the tasks are the little things, the quick wins, the things I can just sort of tick off. The goals might be more around building relationships or fostering um, new connections. So they can be goals of wanting to reach out, but I'm not always in charge of whether that a connection will happen on that very day. 
I always ask myself, how can I make today fun? Now, there are parts of everybody's work life that uh, are dull and just have to be done, the mundane, and a bit like the housework. (laughs) For me, it's ironing. I just don't do ironing. That's just too mundane. For me, I can't. No, it's not my thing. But there has been a time in my life when I used to love ironing. So whatever suits you and whatever floats your boat, make it fun. So I would encourage you to, when you're planning out your day, look at how can I make this fun? Who can I share this experience with that's going to make it more fun? What support do I need so that I'm not, I've got to do it all by myself. And recently, uh, I was on a call with my brother and um, he lives in Canada. So uh, we were doing a video call and I was doing some cooking and we were sharing, you know, tips about cooking. And I was sort of, are these done yet? You know, and holding up the onion barges I was making into the camera, like, you know, to see if they were cooked. And it was a really lovely shared experience. Now, It could have been just a simple, fun cooking exercise, but by connecting with someone else, I made that much more fun. So instead of feeling obligated to make 24, two dozen of these things I'd volunteered to do, I was able to make the experience fun and a shared one. So sharing your experiences is a great way of making things fun. I know it's not possible to share every part of your work, with your colleagues in the way that you used to, but find ways to make things fun. The second word that I would give you as a complete tip here, (laughs) this is not going to be so much of a surprise to you, but focus. It is incredible how little focus we bring or attention to the task at hand. We're living on this constant pop-up world where we are like living our lives in a series of tweets and insta images that flash by before you've even had a chance to absorb them. So we've almost trained our brains not to be able to focus. And from my therapeutic days and when I was working therapeutically with clients, we would say that, you know, there's a resistance to doing the deep work. And that is the focused work, that deep focus that was required of us. And that's sometimes because there's some resistance in there to the task at hand. If you are not living in alignment, if those tasks that you're doing do not line up with your why, that is where the resistance comes from. So when you have that lovely plan of things to do, and then you just don't stick to it, it's because it doesn't align with your values, your core mission or you haven't been able to make that connection for your mind. And it, because your mind doesn't feel connected, it's like, well, we don't need to do this. We'll do something else. Let's go over here. That might be something much more fun to do over there. And that it'll take you away from your actual task at hand. So if you are feeling that focus is something that's really hard for you, there are any number of tools and techniques you can use. But I find that one of the uh, best ways is to limit the amount of time you give to that particular task. So set your timer. 45 minutes is a real sweet spot. A pompadero, as it's called, is a really sweet spot in terms of from the scientific basis of understanding how long our brains like to focus for without sort of starting to lose concentration. Even if that task isn't finished at 45 minutes, you must be disciplined enough to stop 
that will leave your mind in a position where it wants more. Take a break, take that comfort break, go get a glass of water, stretch your legs, and then go back. And if it's another 45 minutes and before the task is finished, that's really a great way to stay crystal clear and focused on finishing to the end. The other thing that can happen that can help you um, to lose focus is anything that starts to feel tricky. And these are usually tasks that we're unfamiliar with. and We can build them up in our minds so that they become big monsters and we set it aside and we don't get on with it. Then when you knuckle, finally knuckle yourself down and get disciplined about addressing that task, maybe with some support, some support from a buddy, maybe by breaking that down into much smaller chunks, you suddenly realize that hm, it wasn't that difficult after all. Something that you thought might take you a whole day to do, like whenever I want to do my accounts, really does only take a fraction of that time. So remember I said, we are really poor estimators of the time that t- things take to do. And, um, and quite often the energy, but we will overestimate the return on that investment and expect results really quick. So that can also help be a factor for what causes distraction, because if you don't get the instant results, you're not getting that instant gratification, then your mind's going to tell you, nah, there's no point in doing this and you won't see it through to the end. And that, my lovelies, is a bit like running a 100-meter dash and stopping at 80 meters because you can see the finish line, but you go, ha, I can just walk there. If you're in the race and you're in it to win, you've got to keep running straight through that finish line. So focus. And then the second, third word I wanted to give you was, of course, finish. Finish the task at hand. It gives you such an amazing sense of satisfaction. And with that satisfaction comes a belief in yourself, your ability to do it. It's not like running the 80 metres of the 100 metre dash and going, well, I could have finished if I wanted to, but I chose to walk. You're just not going to believe in yourself. And without that self-belief, life is challenging (laughs) because you've got to have your own back. And you have your own back. You can cheer yourself on. That will give you the focus. And then it becomes fun. It becomes fun because as you complete a task and you finish, you will feel that sense of achievement that you're looking for, that that dream at the end of your life. But you can have it right here, right now, today. So why not? Go grab it. Grab it with both hands. And that comes from finishing. All those unfinished tasks are just stressful. They are very undermining to your confidence. You know they sit there in the back of your mind. They're the things that wake you up in the middle of the night and are to be avoided at all costs. So make a deal with yourself. If you can't get everything done in your day, which, you know, things happen (laughs) and your day can go Alright, even if you have got a plan, even if you are determined to be focused, even if you have set yourself up for fun, there are some things that are just not in our control. So of course, have a system whereby you can be resilient and flex if you need to. So building more buffers into your day 
when you're writing your plan, actually finishing your day 30 minutes before the end of the day. I mean, if we just did traditional work hours, I mean, (laughs) who works those these days? Who works a nine to five anymore? I'm not sure. But um, if you were like finishing it, you know, your work hours were to finish at five, try wrapping up at 4.30. Spend that last 30 minutes of the day reflecting on your day, looking at everything you've achieved that's been done, ticked off and completed and celebrate. Give yourself a pat on the back. Really acknowledge your achievements. Maybe take some time just to think about, you know, something you realised today, something you learned about yourself or, or maybe a team member. And think about what you really appreciated in your day. Taking that time to calm your system down, to make a list of the things for the next day that are going to be carried forward, to know that your day is complete will help you to transition from work to home life. And particularly now where there many, many people are no longer using their, their commute for that transition. And your transition is literally moving from one room to another. Build that time into your day. Give yourself permission to spend 30 minutes reflecting and just unwinding so that you don't take that chaos, that fever pitch of your day, the pressure, the stress, the successes, the highs, the lows, and you take all of that with you into your home life. Instead, return calm, centered and poised you can be fully present with those who matter in your life. So just to focus there and um, recap, try to hold in mind, these are the three words I use. I mean, come up with your own. I encourage you to do that. But if this has got your your mind thinking at least about how to find focus in a world full of chaos and distraction so that you can stress less build in more resilience to live a joy-filled life. Start always from the position of fun. How can I make today fun? Find that joy in your everyday. For me, success is all about connecting and touching the heart of another. (laughs) And I've um, just onboarded uh, a fantastic VA who um, sent me a moon pig card to say thank you for the business. That really touched my heart and it was at that moment I realised, yes, that's the one for me because that's what I like to do. Give a little bit extra every single day to the people who matter to me. So find fun, buddy up if you need to, get some support, but remember how can you make this easy? The second thing, of course, is to focus. And this is where knowing your why, connecting daily to that feeling that you want to have at the end of your life, the people that you want to have around you, what imagine what they're even saying to you. Just have that feeling. Wrap it around you. That will keep you focused. And remember to do one thing at a time. Multitasking's so 1990s. Nobody does that anymore. It's all about the focus because we now know scientifically proven that decision fatigue is a thing. It's exhausting and stressful. So stop making decisions and flicking from one task to another. Reduce the amount of decisions you have to make in your day by having a plan and then stick to it. 
by doing one thing at a time. And finally, of course, finish. Every task you finish, celebrate. Celebrate the little wins because that is what builds up your confidence and your resilience because then you know you can do stuff. You're not constantly worrying about a trail of unfinished things. You know how much you've accomplished and you do that by really anchoring that in at the end of your day. Take 30 minutes, even if 30 minutes feels impossible right now, take 10. Anchor in what have you learned that day? What have you really appreciated that day? And who did you connect well with so that you can measure your success day by day? That will help to give you that confidence that is required to know what is the thing you can control and the things you can't. So that is how, my lovelies, you will find focus in a world of chaos and distraction. So until next time, my lovelies, we've got an exciting guest coming up next week, the lovely Corrie, and um, another episode with Kat. So remember to listen in for the rest of November when we are focusing on getting you from chaos to calm so that you can build the life you want doing more of what you love with who you love every single day. Toodaloo. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed today's show, I would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and leave me a review. And to show my appreciation, each month I will be randomly selecting one reviewer to win a free coaching call. Simply leave your review for a chance to win. How good is that? 